Hi, everyone. Welcome to the NFT Outer Space podcast. We are a group of three NFT creators with a mission to spread the word about NFTs and educate the community about all crypto art subjects. We aim to host a place where we highlight and uplift the work of amazing people in the space. These chats happen live via Twitter spaces. We record them and we convert them into this podcast to the benefit of anyone who wants to refer to the content at a later time. We hope you enjoy the conversation and have as much fun as we do. And tune in for more podcasts from our Outer Space series. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos al podcast de NFT Outer Space. Somos un grupo de tres creadores de NFT con la misión de educar a la comunidad de manera orgánica sobre todos los temas relacionados con criptoarte. Nuestro objetivo es crear un lugar donde resaltamos y elevamos el trabajo de personas increíbles en el espacio. Estos chats ocurren en vivo a través de Twitter Spaces. Los grabamos y los convertimos en este podcast para beneficio de quien quiera referirse al contenido posteriormente. Esperamos que disfruten de la conversación y se diviertan tanto como nosotros y sintonicen más episodios de nuestra serie NFT Outer Space. Thank you, Ana, for being our guest today. It's super excited to, to have you with us um, and everyone else who's joining us. Uh, this is the Outer Space series co-hosted hosted by, my, we're hosted by myself, Jimena, and Daniel, who unfortunately can't be with us today. He got called into a work meeting, which is, which is okay. Life happens. And uh, the Outer Space series, we hold it twice a week. We, we uh, do it Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we like to spotlight artists and get to know a little bit about them, ask questions, and just share our art. And uh, this is a space that we created for the community. And uh, that, that's what it's all about. So welcome, welcome, Anna, and uh, welcome, Jimena. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure being here. Thank you. So we like to start um, the way we the way we set up our, our the format is I will uh, read a short bio from Anna and then we we uh, ask questions we keep the conversation organic and then at the end more towards the end we will um, open up the floor so anybody who's in the audience who's here with us listening. Uh, can can request to come up and just you know ask Anna any questions they may have or just give flowers and uh, yeah that's that's what we do so um, let's get started so welcome everybody uh, Anna Isabel is a self-taught fine art portrait photographer focused on supporting and empowering women her style is a colorful mixture between fantasy and fashion so um Amazing, amazing, Anna. Um, you're also the founder of NFT Goddesses, which uh, we'll get to chat about a little bit later on. And um, I just, I think we'll kick off the first question with, tell us a little bit about yourself, like your childhood growing up. Okay, so I'm uh, from a, a little island in the middle of the Atlantic called San Miguel which uh, belongs to the archipelago of the Azores. Uh, a lot of people come here to photograph the landscape. So that's where I'm from. It's in Portugal. Um, photography came for me at the end of my degree, actually. So that was 2006. 
and uh, I was actually studying uh, educational sciences, which is not very creative at all. But uh, I've always uh, considered myself a creative person. I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a writer and a singer. Please don't ask me to sing. My voice is terrible. But yeah, I wanted to write. But when I found photography, I knew it was almost instant. I knew that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, when we begin, of course, our photography is not as good uh, as we think it, it is. <laughs> but I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And uh, in 2007, I moved um, back. I moved to the UK, uh, where I lived for almost 11 years. And that is where I developed my skills and uh, styles even further. That's, uh, that's, that's really nice. And are you living now, uh, you're still in Europe, you're living in the UK, or are you back um, in Portugal? Uh, so when I was uh, in UK, um, they voted for Brexit. So I wasn't very keen on that. <laughs> and uh, the things changed quite a bit from when uh, I started uh, living there. It, uh, it was starting to become very different. And uh, me and my partner, we still, my partner, uh, my husband is um, English and um, we wanted to make sure we were in, in Europe of have at least European citizenship. So we decided to move uh, back to Portugal. So I moved back to Portugal from UK in 2018. And uh, yeah, so I, I moved to the Azores, but our plan is uh, to eventually move uh, into the mainland, probably Lisbon in Portugal, where everything is happening really. And there's gonna be a NFT conference there in April and uh, we'll try to be there as well. Wow, okay, that, that's, that's, uh, that's really, you know, it just shows us how we move around, right? And sometimes politics kind of bring us around, <laughs> around the globe, uh, Hime? Yeah, I just want to say hello to all the friends that are joining us in this cozy conversation, Bernardo being one, and so many others that are listening today. And just want to say, Anna, it's so wonderful to hear you. I love your accent. Um, I've happened to stumble upon a lot of people from Portugal and Brazil when I was getting my master's degree many years ago. And I love the culture, I love the language. And I wanted to ask um, two questions, really. What is it like to grow up in an island? It really sounds like magical uh, as somebody that grew up in a cold city up in the mountains. And then the second question, and maybe you can tie the two together, uh, is that if there was anyone, uh, a friend or anyone in your family uh, kind of from, from your childhood that, um, yeah, that inspired your creativity growing up? Um, so um, I'll start. So the first question was, uh, how was it living in an island? Okay, so where I'm from is very small um, island. If you go and Google the Azores, you'll see. So it can be... Uh, although it's magical and uh, there's lots of nature so of course when I was 
uh, grew up here, I didn't feel so much the things I feel now after living in London, where you find everything, right? But when I was growing up here, it, it's just so beautiful, right? Uh, you have a lot of nature, and um, it's small because uh, you you kind of know people. It's so easy to go to the shopping center and see so many familiar faces, you know? So that's good. But coming from London now, although I love the Azores, I still feel the magic and, you know, which something that is really important to me, for example, is the ocean, which I didn't have in UK. So anytime I need to relax, I'll go to the, the sea or to the beach and just the smelling that really makes me feel good. But I also now start feeling is a bit limited for me. Um, for example, if I want um, any supplies for my photography or even go to certain events uh, related to photography, that doesn't really happen here. And uh, so this is one of the reasons I want to move into the mainland, into Lisbon, because I miss the things that I had access in London, which I could get in seconds, you know. And here, not everyone sends to the Azores because it can be quite expensive. It's by plane. You have to send it by plane. Um, so it's uh, difficult, but uh, I love it here. It gives me inspiration in like, for fairy tales and things like that. So I just miss the other bits, I guess. The other myths that make it easier to create my, my art, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally does. And, uh, and speaking about how you, you, described, you described your photography um, kind of as fantasy, and, uh, and I can see that. I, you know, when I look through, through your photos, they're, they're so beautiful. And there is a lot of kind of an elements of fantasy and, and fine art photography. I really admire you. I find it um, really, you know, you have to be so, have like the special um, touch, I think, to work with, with people. And I'm just wondering, like, how did you land on doing like portrait photography? And did you start um, and how and how did it develop or evolve into this um, fine art photography that that you're doing now? Because it's um, it's it's really so beautiful. So uh, I'm gonna start with uh, Jimena's question, where she asked me who inspired me in my childhood because it's related. So I forgot to answer that before. So <laughs> my... I'm sorry. I, I, no, I it's absolutely <laughs> fine because it, it relates to this. So it makes sense. Uh, so my mom was uh, really, although she wasn't like uh, creative, she really loved reading. And she instilled in me uh, books from a very... Uh, uh, how do you say, very early age. And uh, so I've always loved fantasy and reading about fiction, elves, magic, all of that. So, and that is how, you know, that's what inspired my photography. So um, uh, I always liked, uh, so when I started photographing, I kind of already swayed. I wanted to create these images in my mind, these stories. So I would usually photograph already women. They're usually women. And it wasn't, it just came naturally 
So it was women in big dresses, like costume drama, and I wanted to photograph in nature. So that that's something that my answers is still the same. You know, if I, I mean, so that was the things that I started with, but it's the things I'm still doing now. What kind of developed more was my uh, editing style? And of course, my photography, the way I photographed also changed. But the essence, that fantasy and that fairy tales and uh, these things that inspire me, even music, uh, are still there. And uh, how it, and so I always wanted to photograph people and uh, I always try to do it in, in nature. So it's still there. And I, I'm not sure how did it develop into fine art. I think that was uh, what you asked. It was um, just me kind of trying to learn and improve my editing skills. I And I'm a big believer in education. I think if you want something, you go and educate yourself. So everything I know, I'm self-taught. I went on YouTube. I would go on creative life, anything that I wanted to learn for. For example, if I wanted to learn how to change the color of a dress, I'm putting something simple out there, right? I would just Google it on YouTube or whatever and learn how to do it for skin editing as well. So I would search the things that I wanted to learn and that's how I improved. So I guess my style developed from that, from the things I loved the most and really wanted to learn. I hope that answers your question. It's amazing. And uh, I'm looking at all your websites and your color palette. It's very different in each photo. Like I find it to be very bright and shiny in some but also really mysterious and feminine and kind of, in a way, nostalgic, but dark in others. So I wonder if these color palettes that you choose in each of the photographs are related to maybe your moods um, or the state of mind at the moment. So if you could tell us a little bit about that, that these colors that you use are absolutely amazing, by the way, and are very different in each photo and yeah if you could talk to us a little bit about the colors would be so interesting to hear yeah so i absolutely love color it's some it's my biggest passion when i go to photoshop is to play with the color so i try to choose colors that will reflect the mood my vision for this story that story i photographed so, uh, for example, for my goddesses uh, project, my witches and seer, which uh, the, one of the photos is the one I'm using in my uh, PFP. So I try them to be colorful, but at the same time, I try to have a bit of darkness in it because I want to show that strength, that power, but at the same time, that elegance of and being feminine. So I always tend to go for vibrant colors, but it depends on the mood. It depends on the mood of the photo and what I want it to represent. So if, it, if I'm going to photograph maybe something that needs to be more fairy tale -y, 
I'm not going to put so much a dark mood in it. I will try it to be more soft and lighter. So it really depends on each photo. That's why they differ. It's amazing. I am absolutely loving your art, Anna, and your work. And I am looking at this and I wonder what's like the behind the scenes. Uh, I'm seeing all the different accessories that the, 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 I say objects, models, I'm not sure what's the right terminology, but, uh, and, you know, I wonder what is the behind the scenes? Like, do you bring all this? Do you, do you have somebody that helps you kind of get the style, the style of, of them? Uh, is, is it their choice? Is it your choice? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so it's a mixture. Sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes uh, the idea appears first, right? Sometimes the idea for the the shoot appears first, and then I will go and look for those uh, clothes or the or that jewelry, or you know whatever we need. Could be flowers, could be lots of materials. So I go and search for that. Sometimes it's I see uh, a piece of clothing and I buy it first. And then I uh, develop an idea from it. Uh, in the case of the one you posted, uh, sorry, you pinned on top, uh, the the model, the the guy, he had access to the clothing because he was working with that designer. So we got together and developed the idea for it. And. I knew it was going to be elves, and I add uh, this was in London, and uh, it was a park that it was like 10 minutes from my home. So I already knew um, that thing where they are, that frame. Sorry, I can't remember now the name in English. <laughs> the frame where they are. Uh, I knew I wanted to photograph there right away because I knew it was going to shoot it. So as soon as we got to the park, I was like, oh, can we go over there? I want you guys in the middle of that and I want to frame it like that. But yes, yeah, so I work a lot with designers or sometimes I go and buy my own things. I actually order of... Uh, Thing. I have a room dedicated just, uh, or I used to have a room just dedicated to my props because I have so many. <laughs> yeah, I I understand. I don't I don't have uh, props, but I have all my camera gear, and I do sometimes some still photography with objects. So not uh, not people, but objects. And uh, my basement, I have like a, a an area in my basement that is like overflowing with things. So. I totally get it. It must be, oh, I, I would love to come and visit that room because it could. It, I, I have a feeling it's like a, a dream full of like costumes and dresses and, and all of that. Um, so that that's really cool. And um, and I want to ask you, how, how did you get into NFTs? Oh, so uh, my friend, uh, Ashley Marie, she's actually a, a photographer and also one of the NFT goddesses. Um, I heard her talking in, uh, I think it was the end of February. <clears throat> she was talking about it on Facebook. 
and I saw other people commenting on her and interested in it. So I went to YouTube. I'm like, oh, I need to know more about this. What is this non-fungible token? You know, <laughs> like I don't understand what it means. But yeah, I went to search for it, and um, as soon as I started realizing what it was, I thought this is like a chance for me and my art to make my dream come true. And so I didn't give it any second thought. I joined it right away in March. And it was on the 18th of March that I minted my first uh, NFT. So, and I never left. Uh, the community here is so amazing that, you know, even on bad months, if we're not selling anything or, you know, it's the community and the friendships we build here that makes us stay. And I love this place. I kind of have a question related to, you know, NFTs in a description that I see on your website. On your web uh, website, there is a little bit, uh, you know, you said that you're passionate about empowering women. And so as we know, right, uh, this topic interconnects uh, just so perfectly into NFTs and how, uh, you know, we as women uh, definitely need a lot more um, visibility in the space. And so I would love for you to kind of tie the two together, you know, this very strong mission that you have to empower women with your photography and all the different things that you're doing here in the NFT space, uh, you know, to, to promote women to be more seen um, and things like that. So, yeah, we'd love to, to and also know how we can uh, help you with this effort. Yeah, so for me... Um... It was really interesting because at the beginning of my photography, I was already photographed. I always had the tendency to photograph women, right? But I didn't realize at the beginning that I was kind of empowering women. It was actually things that people started telling me like, oh, your work, you know, there's something like it's feminine, but it's also so powerful. It makes me feel like this or it makes me feel like my inner goddess. And it was from that that I kind of realized, oh, I actually can use my work to support and empower women. And, and that is something that I find very important because I, I was bullied when I was in school, right? So, and we women, we know how it's like in the media all the time telling us that we have to look a certain way or whatever, that we have these faults and we don't. So I thought... This was, and I believe this is my mission. And first, I thought it would be only with uh, through sessions to giving sessions to other women uh, and giving them the the experience of being photographed. But then I started realizing that my own personal work could also be used for this because it also has an impact on people. Uh, so this is what I try to do with my art to make people feel something and feel powerful and that they are strong that that you know in their own femininity um, but uh, here um, I also start founded a group called NFT goddesses which uh, is dedicated to supporting and empowering women in the artists in the space. Diana is one of ours uh, girls. And uh, so it's more like a sisterhood. It didn't start, I like. I didn't plan to start this. It started really naturally. So uh, 
one of um, the girls, uh, her name was NFT Angel. She And this was in the end of March. She made a post looking for women in the NFT space. And I commented, I am a woman. And I saw all these women replying as well. I'm one and one. And I said, oh, why don't we all join together and make a Zoom party? And then a lot of women replied to that. And... Uh, I thought, okay, so what I did the next day is I made a chat and invited all these women in. And they started inviting other women in, and it just grew. And um, I soon realized that there was a lack in the space, a place where women could feel safe and bond together. And uh, I made um, a Discord along with the help of... Um, Another uh, goddess, her name is Goldcat. She's an illustrator. So uh, we did uh, the Discord together. She helped me out. And uh, then I had to get help. So I have Tina and Grace in the team. And now we also have Akashik, Daisa, and Ray. And actually, at the moment, we are now looking for more help to support even more women. So if anyone here in the audience loves Discord or social media or even designing flower, uh, flyers or even likes talking in spaces like this, uh, please let us know because we would love to expand our team and support uh, even more women and take our message further because there are so many plans for the goddesses and um, I just hope we can uh, do them all, you know, because for me, this is my my mission and what I want to do. And I think empowering women, it, it comes from women supporting women and not competing with each other anymore. And that's what I want to teach, that we together can grow together and succeed together. Yeah, I, I, I have to say that when I, I found the group and I found you and uh, all the women that make part of the group form the NFT goddesses, it, um, it was like so comforting because uh, everybody is so friendly, so nice. Everyone is uplifting each other. And then it's a place uh, like, as you mentioned, like a safe place where we can, you know, ask questions about you know anything and everything and feel and feel supported and the whole way you described how it came together in some such an organic way like it's you know when things happen that way it comes from the heart and I really feel that um that that's you know where this group how it started and that's why I think it's uh it it works so well it's it's so great I'm um, it's it's wonderful to have these communities like this in the space because I think there's just so much happening. And I mean, at least for myself, sometimes we tend to get a bit lost. Um, we we get, you know, things happen. We need to, to uh, share our experiences and uh, having groups like this that can support each other is for me like you know to try to keep a little bit of sanity in the space because it can be crazy right and uh, <laughs> and so it's it's wonderful that that you've done this and I find I mean for myself like you know we're here as artists we want to sell our work and but community is also such an important part of the space and uh, I think that when we we um, we participate this way it's just kind of you get such a great um 
benefit from it because you know as you say it's not only about selling your work it's you know the people i've met um in this space including yourself anna jimena who's my co-host daniel who's not here uh so many people that are in the audience joining us uh this afternoon um have been so special and uh this is why you know i kind of stick around um even when there's times when you know things are slow selling work it's like oh but there's so much good stuff happening here and so much community things going on it's it's wonderful uh hime yeah it's uh this conversation is so wonderful and um your your work as i said Anna, it's unbelievably beautiful and i feel like every photo belongs to a story to a storybook but also to a movie Um, and since we're talking about women empowerment, I just went into your foundation profile and it's so hard to pick a favorite, uh, but I click into the one, the, the one artwork called Kali, and I'm not sure if that's how I'm supposed to pronounce it, or Kali, Kali? Yeah, Kali. And I'm going to read, go ahead. No, no. I was going to say uh, Pr Priyanka, which I see again. She can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm She sure that's how. Because it's so, like the, the coincidence is incredible. Hey, Priyanka. We had Priyanka a few weeks ago, maybe a month now. I don't know anymore. And Priyanka is a lovely human. So is Ana Maria and Lila and Inca, all friends that we have interviewed here. We're so blessed. But um, Priyanka just, uh, I am opening Anna's profile and foundation and I click on a photo that's called Kali. And we were talking about women empowerment and it was a coincidence, but listen to this, everybody. The description says, Kali forces us to look inside ourselves. She represents the inner strength within every woman that is fierce and unstoppable, the embodiment of liberation, the force within us to thrive and accept ourselves, even our inner demons. And I'm just gonna let that sink into everybody. I needed those words and I needed that description today, Anna. And that photo is so strong and so rich and it almost like it's covered in gold and chocolate. Like I kind of feel it, you know, like it's a visceral uh, feeling from that work. And I wonder if you can talk to us about the art, but also the donation part of it, which is amazing as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Kali is um, part of a project that I have uh, called Witches and Seers, which is based on ancient goddesses from different cultures. And uh, Kali is um, an Hindu goddess. And um, like when I rem always remembered images of Kali when I was a kid, uh, seeing them on TV, she would have a blue skin. And uh, it's funny because when I photographed this, we, me and uh, the model, the model is actually a friend. She's actually a, a photographer. And uh, I, from the moment I met her, we met in a photography group 
from the moment I met her, I knew she was going to be my colleague. <laughs> I knew it. She just had something about her. And um, so two years or whatever after we met, we went to do the photo. And this was the month before I returned to Portugal. So it was like we planned this in two or two weeks. It was crazy. But we couldn't find a makeup artist because I wanted the skin to be blue like the images I would see but I thought okay we can't find a makeup artist like what else can I use and I thought okay I'll just use blue glitter <laughs> and I think it actually I'm happy that we didn't because I think it was meant to be because that blue glitter I think in a way shows her the the blue skin and at the same time gives it the modern twist and then she had the skirt I uh, bought the top. Um, I think I had the jewelry and she brought something else as well. So, you know, we just joined forces. The background was actually a background that I painted in that morning at 7 a.m. before she arrived and we photographed it in my back garden. But yeah, so for me, Kali was always... Um, a goddess that represents uh, a lot of strength. She is like a warrior goddess, really. Uh, um, and I just wanted her to, and I believe she is really the symbol of liberation for, for women. That's how I, I look at her. She, she just followed her own way. You know, there is a picture of her dancing with her tongue out with her, one of her feet, I believe, on top of her of the laid body of her partner. So her, her partner is laying on the floor and she's standing up with her feet dancing on top of it. And I love it. So um, yeah, and okay, so the donation, Indian, uh, it was f for India's uh, crypto COVID, re uh, COVID relief. Uh, you know, because she's an Hindu goddess from India, I thought it was more than, it was appropriate. And I really felt, like I wanted to donate to this, um, uh, uh, how do you say, to this charity. And uh, when I bought, when the piece was sold, of course, that was the first thing I did was uh, the next day I donated right away. And it felt so good to help. And that's one of the things that is very important to me. Like I said, I love women empowerment, but for me, it's also using the art to empower other communities. Like with the NFT goddesses, we did the Free the Nipple uh, project, which 10% of each artwork that was sold was also donated to a breast cancer charity. And this, for me, is the power of art to use it to help others, to empower others, not only us, and this is why I love doing this as well, because we can be creative and help one another. I don't have a question. I'm literally clapping as I click this new clapping uh, reaction. Thank you, Twitter, for removing the 100%. <laughs> it feels so awkward to be clapping and not really doing 100s. But anyways, I, you know, I love these spaces that we host. Nobody knows, but... This right now is my collaboration, Diana's collaboration with you and your art and your spoken word and how you describe, you know, what you do. And I now feel very inclined to look up 
more photos of Kali and create a piece of art based on these beautiful conversations that we're having. Uh, I don't think there is enough of these, you know, just let's talk about our art as women and let's talk about the story behind it. And to the point that you were bringing before, like, let's disconnect from any jealousy, let's disconnect from any, you know, just outside, I guess, uh, need of, um, uh, in English, of uh, competencia. Uh, what's competition, competition, like competition. Competition, exactly. And let's just shine uh, with your photography, with Diana's photography, with, you know, whatever medium we have. And let's talk to one another and inspire each other, even with different mediums to create. And so I don't have a question other than just saying, uh, you know, my deep gratitude to you for for conversing with us today and, you know, sharing your why's and the story behind it and the funny uh, you know, stories of creating this background in the morning and running around and sweating and trying to have it already. And then, uh, you know, just seeing this beautiful result. And so just, uh, yeah, super grateful for you. And I want to share with everybody, and maybe this is too early, Diana, I don't know, but we do have a podcast. Uh, we won't announce the um uh, the the what is it the password uh, or the passcode just yet because there is a ton of hunters uh, of poems that are in these rooms uh, recently but just before we close the room uh, stay tuned we'll share the the word to mean the poem but just everybody have your poem app ready uh, and we'll share the word with you uh, before we close it um, and yeah, Diana, I'm not sure if this is a good time to start bringing people up for questions or flowers. I let you uh, lead the conversation. Yeah, sure. Sounds it sounds good. I was going to say soon we'll open up the room for anybody uh, who has any questions or flowers. And I'm just also kind of chuckling to myself as uh, you know, as a photographer, like when we take a photo. Um, I love to see, uh, you know, like the behind the scenes of people's work because you see the end product and then um, when you zoom out and you see everything that's around, it's always, you know, so thrilling because it's such a process um, of photographers and, and artists, right, and all the different mediums of everything that it takes to get to, to that piece. And uh, so I loved also hearing about kind of the the backstory behind how you arrived at that at that beautiful image with the running around and the painting and you know the glitter and and everything came together so beautifully and that's uh that's um that's what it's how it ends up it's it's great and um so i guess it's, you know it's a great time we have some speakers coming in uh coming up and um and we can uh continue asking Anna some questions and share your own stories. And, but um, he may have a question. And before that, I just also wanted to ask Anna um, to talk to us about um, any projects that, you know, you're working, currently working on now. Uh, we'd love to hear um, what you're currently working on. If there's any new work that's going to be coming out soon, what we should, you know, have our eyes open for, anything the NFT goddesses are are doing, just anything you want to share about what's coming up for you in the space. 
Yeah, uh, so I'm currently actually doing a photo, um, which I haven't decided where I'm going to mint it yet, if it's going to be on known origin or maker's place, I'm still deciding, but um, I'm, I'm thinking of putting this piece at a lower price than I usually do, not because I don't think it's worth it, but just to give the community, the, the rest of the NFT space, a opportunity to be able to collect my works uh, as well if that makes sense but yeah i'm working on one which is kind of a fairy tale-ish uh, uh, photo so her hair is really really long uh, of the model and uh, yeah her pose is very delicate so it's kind of fairy um and I can't wait to put it out there uh, for you all to see. But I also have a project in mind, which I haven't started. Um, I need to figure some things out before I do, uh, including uh, finding models, because it's um, it's a bit dark. I want it to be a bit different from what, what I usually do. So I want it to be in black and white, which is something I very, very rarely do. I'm the I love color I'm passionate about color but I want to try to do something different and this is a project that I want to base it on depression so I don't want to give uh, uh, too many gives away but I still have to decide how I'm going to start that project but right now I'm working on on another photo I love it and I can't wait to to see what you come up I can't imagine a black and white, uh, black and white collection of your of your style and your work, and uh, yeah, can't wait to see it. Um, I, very quickly, I wanted to open the room uh, to you to, as we say in NFT world, shill and sell uh, and share with everyone that's listening uh, work that you have up there for for. For purchase, I see uh, beautiful work in uh, foundation, uh, but I don't know if you have any other market, like marketplaces. I believe that you mentioned just uh, Maker's Place. So if there is any work that is out for sale and you want to just pump it, uh, yeah, I'd love for you to do that. Uh, yeah, this space is for you. Thank you. Yeah, so I have uh, work in Maker's Place. So my uh, genesis there. Uh, that I created, uh, it's still there, um, uh, waiting for uh, offers. And uh, I also have it in known origin. Um, yeah, I think that's, ah, and yes, I have one. I, I'm, so someone was telling me about the Solana blockchain and I got all excited because it's and the community there, the photography community there is amazing. In case uh, anyone's interested, please join the Solana uh, photography uh, community because everyone's so supportive and even the platforms are amazing. So I put uh, a work there in uh, exchange art. So if anyone's interested and want to know more about Solana, also hit me up. I'm uh, open to talk to you if you want to ask anything awesome yeah that's great i was thinking also of trying to of doing some on the exchange art i heard uh i heard really good things about that platform and i wanted to also experiment a bit with uh with solana so um so yeah i will i'll yeah I'll you should you. you should yeah and also anna um 
if any of the works that you, I was going through a profile, I can't now I'm very bad at multitasking. I'm going to admit. So since I'm hosting the room, if you have uh, anything more you want to pin, please do. Um, because I, you know, I just, the room, I might get rugs. So I actually try as host not to really do too much. Uh, I'm getting out of the, out of the space because things don't end well. <laughs> and, and we've had such a lovely room. I won't want it to crash. <laughs> <laughs> so pin pin up uh, some more of your work so that everybody in the room like it would be wonderful you know we we're building community it's great when we follow each other we tweet the pin treat tweets it's just a wonderful way to uh to support each other in the space which can be you know there's many people and it's just nice uh it's a nice thing to do it's a great way if we you know can't buy uh, each other's art uh, we can support each other through tweets and comments and, you know, following each other, look up and down and sideways. And yeah, that's what we, we, we love to do in these spaces. Um, okay, great. I see, I see they're coming. Wonderful. So I don't know if we want to start uh, with, uh, are we Alvaro? Welcome to, to the space. If you have any question for Anna, uh, flowers for Anna. Uh, please, the, the mic is yours. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to come in. This was a beautiful space and as well. Always, Jimena and Diana, you always, these are wonderful places, uh, spaces you guys host. I'm very, very happy to always be appreciative and just be part of this um, community. Anna, uh, beautiful work, outstanding. I mean, I remember seeing this in, and, and you keep popping in my feed. I'm like, this is incredible. Um, but and that being said, I also I'm always curious about asking this question to I guess um, everybody that's in the space um, that we're on, and specifically for you, it would be if you were if your life was to be ten chapters, um, what chapter a book almost of ten chapters? What chapter are you on, and what is the title of your chapter? That's something I would really always like to ask everybody because um, it's, it's it's interesting because I think we all go through different phases and times especially in art and NFT space. So I'm curious, what's your chapter you're on? And uh, yeah, what's the title? Thank you so much and um, much love and blessings to you. Oh, wow. That's a difficult one, right? Okay. So I would probably say I'm in chapter seven. <laughs> um, and I think I would call it uh, the pursuit of a dream. So pursuing your, the dream. Amazing. Thank you so much. I, I, Thank you. That was a lovely one. I love that. You know, that, that, that's a great question, Alvaro, and that was a great answer, Anna. And, uh, and um, when, when I was listening to the question um, right now, because my chapters, I think, if I were to answer the question, they kind of fall in different chapters depending on, on the day that I'm in. Right now, um, I'm in the chapter of like help. I need to get organized. And actually, that was a question I also wanted to ask you, Anna. Like you're doing so much in the space with um, your work and uh, and the NFT goddesses and all the community. And do you have a secret? <laughs> How do you stay organized? Uh, do you have any tips for like um, doing you you know juggling so many hats? I'm, I, I'm, 
really curious because I'm personally I'm struggling right now with kind of you know doing my art and being organized and being you know in the community and and so I'm uh, yeah that's my New Year's resolution here to just kind of uh, gather information on this subject. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you asked the wrong person. <laughs> I'm kidding. So I uh, use uh, Google Calendar. Uh, so I like it because I can access it on my phone. I can access it on the computer. So it's always with me, right? So I, I'm trying to learn how to be organized that way because I wasn't. But I, ha I was forced to learn now that I'm in the space. So I try um, to make a list. So on Google Calendar, you have the opportunity uh, to have a, a thing for lists, to make lists. I think they call it Google Tasks. So that's what I use at the moment. So I try to make a list of the things I need to do and put them on certain days or just do it for that day. And, you know, I tick as they are done. And it feels really good at the end of the day <laughs> when I've done those Um So that's one of the things I, and I, I would say, don't try to put many things on one day and try to set a, a time to stop. I'm really bad at that, but I've noticed that when I do it, it really helps. Like, so for example, let's say I say to myself, after eight o'clock, I'm not gonna do anything else. I'm just gonna relax. And you have to go and do it. You have to stop or you'll drive yourself mad, you know, and try not to put many things on the list. Like if you put three and you finish three, give yourself that break. Don't try and go, oh, let me go and do number four and five that I could do tomorrow. I'll do it now. No, no, no. Give yourself that time. But as I said, this is something I am learning now as well and some. Some days it's not as perfect, but I, I'm trying, you know, and uh, that's the only way. And I have a, a problem. I can't say no, but uh, <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah, no, I, I totally feel you on that. I'm I'm very similar too. <laughs> I don't like to say no. I like to do stuff. I throw myself into things without thinking too much. And then I, you know, I feel sometimes we get overwhelmed and it's so easy Uh, that this happens in the space because there's so much going on and so many cool things. And then, you know, we get uh, invited to do things and our first instinct, at least for me, tends, tends to be yes, yes, yes. Um, because it's just, you know, we learn so much from so many people that we come into contact with. It's, it's but, you know, we need to, I guess, boundaries are, are important in knowing how much we can take on. Um, is I feel we can do a whole room all about that and and maybe one of our open spaces we host uh uh we not we don't have guests all the time we leave some spaces open and we like to throw topics just out there and and uh i have a feeling humina this would be like a good topic for us to uh on one of our next open spaces of just talking about organization and hearing everybody's tips and it's been kind of on the front of my mind right now and uh And on that on that uh, note, I think I'll take advantage to to um, to say that um, to give the poll up secret word 
but uh, drum roll, Anna has uh, her hand up. Yes, Anna, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say for those uh, that I remembered something else for this, like try to think of what your goals are and then you need to break them into chunks. Like what do I need to do to reach that goal? You know, and, and, and that's what I try to do. So what things can I do little by little every day that will help me reach my goal? And that's what I'm, I try to do. That's really, yeah, that's really good advice. And we can actually kind of sit every day and think, okay, what's my goal for the day and have like a short, a short list. Cause I think keeping the list short um, helps not to get, not to get overwhelmed. So um, thank you, Anna. Yeah, that's, that's great. It's been such a nice conversation. I'm so happy. So it's such a lovely afternoon. Oh my goodness. Um, Himesh, should we tell everybody the secret word? We have a yes, follow-up. Yes, and I have so much to share about this whole time management in the NFTs and how to not drive yourself crazy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I am looking forward to that as I'm uh, just looking for the word. And so I'm going to give everybody two seconds to go into their follow-up app. And once you open that app there is a button that is called mint click on it and click on whatever says secret word and enter anna space and the first letter is capital anna space and then you click mint and that should work um and i think like it's the this is available like 30 minutes after this room unless uh, the pop hunters all take it. Supposedly, there is a network of pop hunters where they just share this word, and everybody just goes and takes these these pop because supposedly you can sell them on their the Ethereum network. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll create some uh, opportunities there for people as well. But um, this has been amazing, Diana. I you know was. Uh, not feeling amazing, to be honest, uh, just uh, to be transparent too, just feeling a little bit too overwhelmed and uh, something called decision fatigue. And this conversation was so uplifting and relaxing. Uh, and it's always just incredibly grounding to get to talk and to get to hear and connect with other people. So Anna, I know that uh, you have a friend here now and my DMs are open. Uh, for anything that you need uh, and you're welcome to to come back to the space if you ever have you know uh, a, a project that you want to share with us or anything so uh, yeah and thank you Diana for facilitating this amazing conversation thank you so much for inviting me and bringing me it was really so nice to talk with you ladies I you know, at the beginning, I thought, oh, I'm going to be nervous. And I even commented with Diana, but you really put me at ease. It was such a lovely and relaxing conversation. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just so grateful. And thank you, everyone in the audience. I see so many familiar f faces and friends. Thank you so much for, for coming and supporting. I really appreciate everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. I'm so glad you felt that. Uh, we'd like to, you know, our conversations, we want, I feel like it's like we all curl up on a couch with our cup of coffee or tea or beverage of choice and just kind of chat. 
uh, get to know each other. And uh, so I just also want to thank everybody who's uh, been in the audience with us uh, this afternoon and anyone who wants to come and chat with us. Our DMs are open, mine, Hime, and our other co-host, Daniel, who couldn't be here with us and who I also wanted to thank. He's the one who does all the po-ops. He's our po-op uh, tech person because um, I would be lost without him. I would have no idea how to do a, to even create the po-op. So I really want to thank him for that and just know that everybody is welcome. You know, we create these spaces for the community and we just love to hear uh, everybody and share everybody's art. So anytime, please <laughs> DM us. We'd love to have you. And with that said, if there's any more questions uh, or anything, we'll uh, we'll be closing the room soon. We like to keep it for an hour, uh, our room, and we want to respect everybody's time. So this has been so lovely. Oh, I see Daniel joined us. I don't know if he has a moment uh, to come up and say a very quick hello before we yeah i need i have i have to leave i'm actually opening my my drop party with oil bell uh so i'm going to uh head out to that for anyone that wants to follow me and and support us uh but danielle hugs and i'm just gonna leave and open the room diana if it's okay of course, Himen, congratulations. Himena has a drop now and also celebrating a one-year anniversary, the NFT space. So huge congratulations, Himena. Um, we will follow you to the to your room. Yay. And uh, love you. Love you. I'll go. Talk go, to you go. in a minute. Go, go, go. Hi, Ciao, Thank congratulations. you. Congratulations. Bye-bye. Anna, Diani, and everyone here. I'm sorry for having missed this space. I've been tied up with work at the office, but uh, I know it's been a wonderful space. Having seen Anna's work, uh, it transformed me, actually. It transformed me to a fantasy world. It transformed me to a very incredible, beautiful world, Anna. Uh, congratulations for your art. Thank you, Daniel. Really appreciate you. And uh, like Diana said, thank you for the poem as well. <laughs> that was uh, really cool and really nice to meet you. Thank you. It's been so wonderful. So thank you, everybody, again. Thank you, Anna. We look forward to seeing everybody again next week. Uh, and I just had such a, such a lovely afternoon and such a lovely conversation. So bye, everybody. Bye, Anna. And uh, once again, very quickly, the pull-up, the secret word is Anna Space with a capital A. Have a good rest of the week and a good weekend, everyone. Bye. Bye, Danny. Bye, Bye, Anna. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us or join these conversations live via Twitter spaces, be sure to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Look for our handles in the podcast description. Thanks again. I will see you again next time.